I'm Abby, and this is We Have Notes, a podcast for the pop culture obsessed and the people who love them. So I am back from camp. I am back online. It was amazing to disconnect for a week. Um, Everyone should try to do that every once in a while. Camp was amazing. It's truly one of my happiest, happiest places on earth. If anyone from camp is listening, I miss you all very much. There is definitely like a hangover to camp, like an emotional one. I really just like crawled into a hole for the weekend after I got home. Um, It was just the most amazing time. I'll probably, uh, uh, yeah, you'll see more about it in the newsletter, but um, it was incredible. I got to channel my inner Ted Lasso. I was one of the deans for College League, which is like our, if you ever did like color wars at camp, it's like that. I was the dean of Texas A&M. I used the A for attitude and the M for mindset. I think Ted would be proud. Um, the girls call me their camp mom. It, I mean, I can hardly even say it without crying. Um, I've had my campers. Most of them I had one beautiful, bright new soul this year, but most of them I've had for four years. So they're, they're 16 now. Um, I met them mostly when they were like 11, 12. Um, they're really incredible. They're the best people. I'm so proud of them. Um, they also, I also like find my inner stage mom at, at camp. I don't think that's really going to be surprising to people who have listened to this show or read my newsletter for a long time, or certainly if you know me in real life and will come into play when we get, uh, to my, my interview with my guest this week, um, Courtney Delnott, my friend, um, yeah that that stage mom lives lives in me and I'm, I love her she's awesome but um I you know I got back online like Friday night at the airport and so there's a couple things I wanted to a couple notes I had I'm not going to get into everything I missed while I was away but first of all I I just one of the first things I saw was we got the full track release for Red Taylor's version which is coming in November I mean, honestly, maybe it's good that I just missed that and didn't have to do all the like deciphering. It was just done by the time I got back online. But um, fuck, of course she's going to do. She's got Phoebe Bridgers on there. I mean, I'm going to need these intervening months to prepare my soul for this level of exquisite devastation. These two together. Come on. Um, of course, there's an Ed Sheeran collab. I mean, that that the red era is when they started writing together. So. Um, that's to be expected. Whatever you think of Ed Sheeran. I mean, I like some old Ed Sheeran songs. I'm not going to lie. Um, don't like some new Ed Sheeran songs, but they write good songs together and he's a, he's a great songwriter. Um, apparently we're getting there, uh, the first song they ever wrote together, which didn't actually make it on the, on the album because there's so many new tracks from the vault. Chris Stapleton here for it. My brother got me super into Chris. I, I like had never been avoiding Chris Stapleton. I just hadn't listened to him a lot. And we were, um, my dad rented this lake house this summer and we were up there a, a bunch in July. And um, my brother got me super into Chris Stapleton. My little four-year-old nephew, Connor, loves him too. I, I'm in. I'm all in. Uh, and then, of course, I mean, we knew we were getting the 10 minute all too well. I, I can't. I mean, I put this TikTok up, up the other day. Like, you think I'm unhinged now? Like, just wait. Um, 
speaking of all too well, I the other thing I need the, the 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 celebrities not bathing. Like, okay, so this is the like you know we know all too well is about Jake Gyllenhaal. She left the scarf at Maggie Gyllenhaal's house. Left the scarf there at your sister's house. You still got it in a drawer even now. Now, Jake, are are you trying to like? Get get ahead of headlines and like you not bathing is not going to. Sorry, it's coming for you in November. Al Tubal is coming for you in November, no matter what. So try as hard as you would like to like get your Google search, your SEO different. Like, no. Also, and Mila, I guess this started with Mila and Ashton. They don't bathe a lot. They don't bathe their kids unless they're visibly dirty. Uh, uh, allegedly, I, I I couldn't even get too deep into this. You guys like. None of you are going to be able to reverse that depressing as fuck climate change report that came out this week with this nonsense. Wash yourselves. Wash your children. You don't have to wash your hair every day. I don't wash my hair every day. It doesn't need to be washed every day. But like, wash yourselves. This is not, is this going to be the thing now? We're just not, ba- like, no. I'm sorry. No. I can't. I can't do it. Um, I also just like, why is this? I don't want to read press about this. Here's what you need to do. You want to be like Rihanna because Rihanna posted this like compilation video. I put it up on my stories um, where every single person who meets Rihanna is like, she smells like heaven. She's the best smelling person I've ever met. What's your favorite? What, little Nas X, what's your favorite smell? Rihanna. Okay. That's, that's what I'm looking for. Now I need to become that person in my own circles. And I will say that one time I met Rihanna on a boat in Germany. She, she smelled fucking fantastic. Like, how do you become that person where everyone's just like, I don't know what it was. She just smells amazing. Like, this is what I want. Sorry, I I can't. Like, I couldn't believe that was like the big story. Anyway, I also like went into a whole, you know, I get very stressed that I haven't seen things and I missed things. So I didn't think about it at all while I was away. But then once I came back. Um, I was trying to decompress. So I'll on sat like last Saturday, I watched all of season two of Outer Banks. But I think I'm going to attempt a solo pod next week. We'll see how that goes. So I'm saving some of the stuff I've watching to discuss then. Um, but we, today we are discussing a very important matter. And with my friend Courtney Dunlop, another former beauty editor, amazing, amazing lady, um, who holds this, the same opinion as I do about uh, this movie. And that movie is Grease 2, starring Michelle Pfeiffer. And that it is superior to Greece. That's right. That's what we believe. We have always believed. And we will always and forever believe. Greece too. Superior to Greece. So that's coming up. We'll be right back with Courtney. This week's guest is yet another former beauty editor, because frankly, we're the best. Uh, Courtney Dunlop has gone deep on skincare and makeup trends and all that glorious stuff at places that I also love, like Jane and Marie Claire. And she did it all while possessing one of the most enviable heads of hair you ever did see. We also share the experience of being Midwesterners turned New Yorkers turned Midwesterners again. And while I hail from the Hoosier State, she comes from Missouri, or as I like to think of it, the place that gave us Brad Pitt. Have either of us ever met a meme about the Midwest we didn't like? And I dare say we have not. 
And while she may have left the editorial beauty biz, Courtney has taken her vast knowledge and become the co-owner and co-founder of Good Good Skin Day Facial Studio and Skincare Boutique, which she's going to tell you about later. And as if we didn't have enough in common already, she's also the co-founder of her very own brand of wine called Good Clean Wine. Courtney is truly one of the smartest and funniest women I know, and we also happen to share an opinion about a sometimes maligned piece of pop culture that we're going to dive into today, and that is that Greece too is superior to Greece. But we'll get into all of that in just a minute. First, please welcome my dear friend, Courtney Dunlop. How are Hello. you? Hi, I am, I am amazing. I am so excited for this. I've been like prepping. I've, I've been interviewed for a lot of things. This is the most exciting. I've reached the like apex of my career in this moment. Yeah. I'm so happy. I've never been more happy. I'm so happy. You're so happy. And I'm so happy. Like we were just like emailing and then I was like, wait, we have to do Grace too. Because I have long held and I wanted to die on this hill. And I feel like I've tweeted it over the years many times and said it to people just that it's Greece to supremacy. Yeah, I will absolutely die on that hill with you. I will I will be down on the I will be first in line like in the, in the battle. I'm a first whatever that first line is called. That's me. Yeah, like we just we go yeah, f- yeah exactly. Yeah. So let let's I'll set the scene a little bit and then and then we'll get into yes. why why this movie is why? incredible. We all know Greece. I don't need to explain Greece to anyone. Right. Uh, obviously, Olivia Newton-John, John Travolta, whatever. It, it was a huge box office smash. It came that came out in 1978. Greece two comes out in 1982, mm-hmm. and it was not a box office success. Mm-mm. Not not at all. <laughs> not even a little it, bit. It, <laughs> it's flop era came early. <laughs> yeah. um, it, it stars, and we'll and we'll get into this much much in more detail. But Mich- Michelle Pfeiffer. As Stephanie Zanoni. With like Uh, the ultimate bangs of all time. The best bangs. And so the plot of Grease 2 is that Maxwell Caulfield plays Michael, who is Sandy from the first movie's cousin, who's like living with his aunt and uncle and going to Rydell High. And Mm -hmm. he's he's the outsider here. And 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 he's a total nerd. You know, you can't be a nerd. such a nerd. Yeah, he wears like a, a sport coat to the first day of school. It's like, <laughs> like what? It's like, and and so basically, the the things things are flipped a, yeah. a bit in this movie. So he he's the, and I think that's one of the reasons I think we both like it. Like she's cool and doesn't need to change a fucking thing about herself. And he he's like trying to <laughs> yeah. woo her. And he's not a T-bird. There are no. the T-birds. Also, the T-birds in this movie ride motorcycles. They don't do like souped up yeah. cars. Mm-hmm. And they're Gotta have doofuses. a cycle. Gotta have a cycle. Gotta have a cycle. It's, you, so tell me about your like what your big picture thoughts about Grease 2 and why you love yeah. it. So I have literally loved this movie my entire life. Um, yep. Uh, as a child, you know, it, it's definitely and we'll get into this, too, like. This movie has got so much, way more overt references to sex and sexual things than the first Grease does. Yes. They just like, like stuff this whole movie with sex, sex, sex. It's so So horny. It's like the horniest movie. It's the horniest movie. So I don't, you know, but I was a child of the 80s. So like that was completely appropriate for me to watch. Um, Yeah. And so I've been watching this movie my entire life because I had an older aunt who was very deeply cool and, you know, was obsessed. And I started watching it 
by, you know, at age like three. So yeah. I've grown up loving this movie so much. And of course I watched the original Grease and there are moments and I love me some young, young John Travolta, like I, I, sure. I have, of always, but Grease too always resonated with me. And I think it's because, well, there are lots of things I love about it, but mainly is because the Michelle Pfeiffer character, Stephanie Zanoni is so cool. She's so cool. That I remember growing up and wanting to be exactly like her. And not only that, but like this movie gave me a very false sense of what high school was going to be like. (laughs) Because I was convinced that school was high school was going to be like grown ass men. Because, of course, again, we've got the grease problem where they're all like, like, I swear to God, Goose is like 40 in this movie. Like and like, we've got gr- grown ass men smoking cigarettes and riding motorcycles with like their like bare chests and leather jackets. And I'm, I'm bowling and eating. I was just convinced that this is what high school was going to be like. And I could not wait. And then, of course, I was deeply disappointed when, you know, I went to high school with skinny boys and I went to like a nerd school where like nobody was cool. So I think for me, this movie just showed that like, the girl, especially the pink ladies in this movie, I mean, they are so deeply cool to the core that yeah. it just resonated with me. And like every time they open their mouths, it's just something rad. And there's so many things about it. But I think for me, that was it. It was like, I mean, they're just so much cooler than in the first one, in my opinion. I mean, yes, Rizzo is cool. Marty, whatever, with her, whatever she does at the dance thing is cool. But this Group Marty Maraschino, pink, like yeah. the cherry. And she's cool. She's cool. But yeah. this group of pink ladies to me, and, and Stephanie Zanoni is the ultimate, ultimate cool girl for like, and her, oh, everything she wears is cool. Every single piece of clothing she puts on, you could probably like walk into, well, Barney's doesn't exist anymore. And, you know, all of our cool stores don't exist anymore. But you could walk into like any store on the Lower East Side right now and find any of the outfits she wears in this movie on the oh. racks it's like the oh, the way she like rolls her t-shirt sleeves mm-hmm. like i i literally wrote down like because i we both were obviously like we've seen this movie a thousand times but what a perfect excuse to rewatch it but i was like the, i this has always stuck with me my whole life because i saw it like young too and obviously there's some things that are problematic in the movie and we can talk about them but like yeah. i don't care uh, it, it it doesn't make me not sing the songs um the way she chews gum is cool. Yes, she's got gum in her mouth the whole movie, and somehow it doesn't <laughs> gross me out. And I hate gum chewers. Like, it's disgusting. She makes it look cool. She makes it look so cool. Her cover, those coveralls she, like, wears oh at, like, the gas God. station where she, she works. She works at a gas station, by the way. That's how fucking cool this girl is. It's she dope. works at a gas station. She wears sunglasses inside. She has a her own bowling shirt that is amazing and tucked in her bowling shirt looks like it should have been sold at you know some boutique on you know on the lower east side yeah like on orchard street or something yeah yeah it's um her her bag so we get okay should we like i'm assuming that the people listening to this probably are at least slightly familiar but maybe we should like very like the 30 second plot We've already talked. Okay, so we've got. Go for it. So I'll do it. I'll be real fast. So we've got Michael Caulfield, a.k.a. Rex Manning Day. Some of you may remember him from that. Yes, yes. So he's fresh off the bus from the boat 
via the <laughs> he's fresh off the boat and then rides a school bus and he's from England. He's Sandy's cousin. He arrives at Rydell on the first day of school like dork.com wearing like a sport coat and khakis and he's easy on the eyes for sure and he's got the British accent thing going but you know during this time period of life it is not cool to be smart. So he's right off the bat like super lame. He meets up with Frenchie, who makes a surprise appearance. Yes. He has gone back to high school to finish her chemistry degree and become a skincare expert, which I fully, fully appreciate. Yes. And he, yeah. And she's, so she's, she's there. She pops in and out as kind of like the guiding voice for Michael. Um, so she shows him around. Then we get this banger of an opening sequence. Oh, I am sorry, but the dancing in this movie is also what got me because the dancing and the choreography in this movie fully outshines the first one. Like there's there are huge group dances. So you've got this banger of an opening scene where the whole school is dancing and singing and it's very sexy. I mean, there are girls in tight sweaters, guys in tight jackets, smoking shirts unbuttoned down to their navel. I mean, it's it's insane. This is just within the first 30 seconds of the movie. And it's 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 back back to school again mm-hmm. for any of they're you back. that haven't they're, watched it in a while. Mm-hmm. So they're all back to school. Um, you know, the principal's the same, Ms. Ms. McGee, the weirdo who plays the secretary. Is and Blanche. There. Blanche. <laughs> yeah, she's she's still there. We've still got the same basketball coach. Like he's recruiting people. Um Sid Caesar. Yeah, it's yeah, it's amazing. Um and they all go into their classrooms and, you know, Michael Caulfield, a.k.a. Oh, Maxwell Caulfield is his name. OK, Michael is Michael his name. Carrington. It's Michael, Michael Carrington. Carrington. Michael Carrington. <laughs> his first interaction with the T-Birds is he tries to use one of their lockers and they are not having that. So nope. they quick they quickly explained the, the turf rules of Rydell High, which is that if it's <laughs> T-Bird property, you are not allowed to put your stuff in the damn locker. So he learns that and he has his first encounter with one Stephanie Zanoni, who has been ridiculed for wearing pants to school um, because it's 1961 (laughs) and she is pulling a skirt on over her little chic capris and somehow makes it look like the coolest chicest thing on earth she puts this nude pencil skirt on and then her pink lady's jacket wait did stephanie zanoni create skirts over pants like that we wore for a minute (laughs) no i think she did I think she did. So she's got her skirts over pants combo and, you know, dork Michael's instantly in love with her. Um, Then we get into the, to me, the most bizarre part of this whole movie. And I know this is, I think this is your favorite part, which is we learn that there is going to be a talent show. Oh yeah, there is. And we, the thing that's so crazy about the talent show is that it's like the first day of school and they're already talking about the talent show, which takes place the last week of school in June. And they're already talking about it and auditioning for the talent show. And it is the hottest mess you have ever seen in your life. And I'm obsessed with it. And I actually remember one time like years ago when that horrible Grease Live was on TV uh-huh. I posted something on Facebook and I said, I want to do Grease 2 live, but I get to be Stephanie. And I remember, well, Tia Williams said she volunteered to be Paulette, which, duh, oh. we'll explain why that makes sense. And then you said, I want to be Sharon because I would get that talent show into shape. So just explain a little yeah. about this talent show situation. And also, 
Maybe we can sidebar into the tragic tale of the long-suffering Sharon. Poor Sharon. I mean, Sharon is just trying to get her girls organized. You know, she just... Mm-hmm. Um, and, and also, it's weird because, like, the talent show is cool. But, like, the nerds do it and the cool people do it. Yeah. And it's it's, it's an interesting all, it's mix. For the T-Birds do it. it. The T-Birds do it. The Pink Ladies do it. So the Pink Ladies, Sharon... Is oh, just Sharon. trying to get everybody organized, and she just, and this is would have been me. It's like she's she does the group project, and she just wants everyone to get their shit together. She has a clipboard. And she has a clipboard, and I loved a clipboard. There was a period in in middle school where I carried a clipboard around school. I love um, it. it you was were a green, Sharon. It was a green clear. I'm a Sharon, and you know who like wants to be a Stephanie, but I'm like I'm a Sharon. And but in my soul, I'm a Stephanie, but like I, pre- I present as a Sharon, I think and I, can I certainly yeah. did in, in high school. In high school, I 100 percent did. And so they do an act that I love very much called A Girl for All Seasons. And, and we'll we'll talk more specifically about where it goes off the rails at the talent show, the actual talent show. But, you know, she's she's got Eugene, the nerdy guy. She's like, just do the leaves when I tell you to do the leaves, Eugene. You know, and also, <laughs> Eugene, it shouldn't be that hard to figure it out because it's like. You know, it's in autumn when the autumn leaves are falling from the trees. That's when Eugene should release the leaves. But it's no one's really listening. Like Stephanie's doing her thing. You know, uh, Paulette, as played by the great Lorna Luft, daughter of Judy of Judy Garland, uh, sister of Liza Minnelli. Um, And, you know, Lorna's Lorna's a bombshell. She's a bombshell. And so she's got all these different personalities, but Sharon has crafted something where they can each shine in their season. It's a masterpiece. It is an honest (laughs) to God masterpiece. And when you finally see it at the end, it's like Broadway level costuming. Uh, One of my greatest, I I will put this back on my Instagram. Uh, Emily Blunt wore an outfit a few years ago and I immediately saw it and said, well, that's Stephanie Zanoni's uh, winter outfit from Girl for All Seasons. Yeah. And it kind of looked like it. And I hope I would like to someday meet Emily Blunt and say, because I feel like Emily Blunt's the kind of woman who loves Grease too. I would like to believe that when she put that on, she knew exactly what she was doing. Because I remember when you posted that and I was like, holy shit, it is the exact Christmas tree outfit. It's the Christmas tree outfit. It's just... It's just and somehow wonderful. Stephanie Zanoni makes cool. And and so the T-Birds, like, I mean, talk about Sharon couldn't get her girls really together, but they were much more together than the T-Birds. Yeah, the T-Birds who... roll up with this truly bizarre song for the talent show about trolling, like, strolling for girls at the grocery store. Like, the, yeah. the whole song is about going to the grocery store to pick up chicks. And it's truly bizarre, but it's also, like, kind of sexy and the way they dance because the t-birds i think in this one are like a pretty sexy crew i mean adrian zamed yeah he's as uh johnny nagarelli yeah. and then you've got um my favorite is lewis lewis demucci sharon lewis demucci was always my i have such a huge i watched it again i watched the movie again yesterday and i was like why do i love lewis demucci so much now this is sharon's boyfriend okay so yes should Sharon, we just get into Yeah, let's just get into wh- why yeah. this whole dynamic is okay. I don't even know how cuz like it de- it definitely okay, didn't so age well. It did not age no, well. No, it does it doesn't. And listen, it, it, we're saying this like we know it didn't age well. We get it. It's it's not it's not a great proposition that Lewis uh is Lewis is, you know, he wants to get in Sharon's pants. 
He yeah. wants to have sex. And he goes about it in some ways that are problematic. But guess what? I sing every word of the song. So, well, you know, and she doesn't fall for it. So no, she doesn't. There's and, that. and and at, and at the very end, it's like there's nothing wrong with just liking each other. Is <laughs> her song, is, her line, and we'll stay together. We'll be together. Which might but, be so the Lewis, greatest line ever sung in a musical. <laughs> by the way, so Lewis sets up at at one point in the movie. So basically, we just to sum up the plot. So then Michael oh, yeah. is I trying totally to become got off cool. Track with the talent show. No, no, Michael's we'll get. Well, cool. uh, that's, yeah. that's the vibe of this entire podcast is left turns and whatever. So Michael's trying to become cool so that he can date Stephanie. And to become cool, he needs a motor. You got to have a cycle. You got to have a. You got to learn how to ride. Yeah, not a and bad so idea. He wants to become in a cycle. Yeah, that's what Lewis I, says. Motorcycles <laughs> scare me, but I also think they're sexy in this movie. So. He's he's teaching himself, but he's also like tutoring and he he befriends Paulette's younger sister, Dolores, played by a young Pamela Adlon, by the way. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and she's of better amazing things, which, in this. She's amazing. Like she she's she only in it for a little bit, but she man, she delivers. She's a scene stealer for sure. So, you know, that's Michael's arc. It's, it's like it's the flip. Right. And it's also why it's great. It's like the, in Greece, Sandy has to change everything about herself to be with Danny. And a, of course, we know no one should have to change whatever. But the boy has to do it. Uh, yes. Stephanie's like, I kiss who I want when I want. And that's her vibe. And I'm into it. So anyway, though, so Lewis and Sharon. Like is like so again, he sets up this elaborate yeah. scenario that is highly problematic and yet I love yet it. hilarious uh, and wonderful. yet hilarious. So he he like it's it's 1961. So we're talking like people are there's bomb shelters, you know that kind of thing. So he sets up a scenario where they are in a bomb shelter, and he is trying. This is his way of seducing her. Is a song called "Let's Do It for Our Country," mm-hmm. and they even have like bomb sirens going on in the and outside with no, his it is friends a production. Doing this. Like he's got his crony. So two T-Bird cronies. First of all, they're all, they all have Italian last names except for Davy Jaworski, which I always think (laughs) is hilarious that like all the T-Birds and and, uh, all the T-Birds and pink ladies are Italian, which I'm like, I don't know like why that. that And there are accents happening that don't totally make sense, but who cares? It's very unclear. Like where these people, like where is Rydell? Yeah. Where is Rydell? Because Lewis sounds like he might be from Canada. Like, very <laughs> unclear like, to me. It, it looks like it's like California, but like yeah. everyone's yeah. like so then you've got trying these, like, like a Brooklyn vibe. But also even in Let's Do It for Our Country, it's like, you know, um, basically he's saying it's it's let's do it for our country. The red, white and the blue. It's Uncle Sam who's asking like your parents will approve. Like mm-hmm. basically he's going to go off to war. And so she needs to fuck him before he goes to war. Mm-hmm. That's his argument. And they and he's do a trapped song. her in a bomb shelter. He's got his cronies. <laughs> he's got Goose, played by um, Scooter Scooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin. Not Scooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin. Okay, so we've got we've got Shooter McGavin and the the one Polish guy in the T Birds outside <laughs> doing fake bomb scares, so that Sharon thinks they're under nuclear attack. He's yes. trapped her in the bomb shelter, and he starts singing the song. We do do it for your country now. It doesn't go well. Sharon is very innocent. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like this whole movie is her is one big cry for help from Sharon. <laughs> so Sharon's trapped in this bomb shelter with Lewis. And he's, I think this, he's just, I don't know. I always thought he was so cute growing up. 
Yeah. And he's trying to seduce her, but like you just said, he's trying to seduce her saying, okay, we're about to die. I'm going to war. So let's, let's have sex. And she thinks he means they're volunteering for the war effort. Yes. She's like ready to be a nurse. She's like yeah. fake bandaging him up. Yeah. Um, and and yeah. again, we recognize this is not this is not a good vibe, and this is not how one should seduce someone. Yeah. We know this, but you know he's like, do it for the Statue of Liberty, do it for the New York Yankees. Yeah. Like these are things he says, and he says it, yeah. um, and he he says like the president will approve, yeah. and I'm yeah. like, yeah, Jack Kennedy probably would, but like, <laughs> he's like yes, very much, he definitely has the approval, and she. Sharon is like, by the end of the song, Sharon is, she's very confused at the beginning. Then she gets into it. She's singing. They're singing together. It's, it's a great song. You must Google it on YouTube and find this if you have never watched this. Then she jumps up and runs out because she's like running to the front lines to like stitch up patients. And she finds Scooter McGavin and (laughs) Jaworski out there. And she realizes what has happened and she yells at him and she's embarrassed and she runs off. So Lewis is still, you know, hard up. Didn't work out. Yeah. It did not work out. So like I, this is like I said, every single song in this movie is horny. It's horny. It's so horny. So that's, let's talk about these other songs. There is literally a song called reproduction. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, it's like about pistols and stamens, but it's it's like, make, there's a line that says, make my stamen go berserk. But the girls sing. So they're they're technically in a science class and they burst into this song. And it's wonderful. It's like it's about, you know, like pollinating yeah, it starts flowers out really innocently with like <laughs> birds and the bees and pollen and this, you know, the flowers. And and then it just gets. And again, that's why the dancing and the choreography of this movie, I think, are actually really great because the reproduction scene like there's a lot going on like little choreography p- bits and pieces if you really watch um this scene it's like actually really well done but then we've got scooter mcgavin running around pretending like he's pollinating all the women like girls are being fondled in class i mean this movie is a horn rage like it's just it's and it's an it's 80s crazy. horn rage taking yeah. place in the 60s so like things that you would not get away with in a movie now and shouldn't frankly but like are all happening here yeah. and let's just appreciate it for what it was at its time and yeah. and and like where does the pollen go like oh my God, it's that was a really great good. song <laughs> <laughs> I love and then and then score tonight when they go bowling oh which is also God. a great choreographed scene the bowling it's like we're gonna score tonight oh my god you know we're gonna rock we're gonna scene. roll we're gonna bowl we're gonna score or, or tonight, tonight. Oh, it's, it's like so everything is about sex every and then even single song is about getting laid every single song the, every song so like cool rider which is oh like oh my god okay Michelle Pfeiffer's truest cool it's like she is straddling a ladder like it is and it's like every girl she wants a motorcycle practices that ladder move oh like if there is a ladder set up i'm going on the ladder and i'm being stephanie like i have been doing this my whole life i see a ladder yeah i'm hopping on that ladder because you 100 you have if you haven't if 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 anybody has not seen the cool rider what song go watch it on youtube first of all her outfit in this is like i've decided it's my new look for fall is her is the cool writer outfit Ugh. she is wearing 
a like baggy black v-neck but it's like short kind of boyfriend style like I'm not that's not boyfriend style but like it's kind of one of those short sweaters yeah with a deep v but then a longer necklace over the deep v tight black jeans black booties bang her bangs are so on point it's like I don't know if people actually had bangs like that in the 60s but these bangs it's like they're really thick they start they're almost like Brenda Walsh style but like yeah you know like that kind of they're like, deep they're like they're a deep. deep bang it's a deep yeah. bang and then she turns her pink satin pink ladies jacket inside out and the inside, inside is leather it's leather it's freaking leather she is it's the ultimate i've decided that i am tr- i will be wearing this outfit for fall it's i probably won't cut the bangs but i don't know she's got sunglasses on it's just it, the whole vibe is so timelessly chic and cool. And so she sings a song to poor, poor Michael, who is pining away for for Stephanie, because who wouldn't? And she basically tells him through song that she only wants a badass who rides a motorcycle. And that seems to be the her only requirement. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, it. she wants a rider that's cool. A C-O-O-L-R-I-D-E-R. That she does literally spell it out for you. <laughs> yeah, literally spells out that she wants a cool writer. She does a dance. It's amazing. And so he's like, well, goddamn, I'm this dork from the UK. You know, he's still wearing his like stuffy outfits. So she's now told him what he needs to do to win her, which is just be a badass on a motorcycle. She, she doesn't require any other characteristic. Mm-hmm. But now we've set the stage for Michael's transformation. Um, yes. Yeah. And into a know, mystery man. So she mm-hmm. falls for because this is one of those things where you just have to buy in in a movie that she will not recognize anything about him. He does wear his motorcycle helmet. And then my favorite. This yeah. I actually yeah. think my favorite scene of the entire movie is when Michael has been secretly. Well, he so he starts writing essays for the t-birds yes and they pay him because they're all stupid i don't understand. i don't really like this like trope that the that the cool guys and cool girls are also idiots like uh, whatever but it's right. the 80s like it was uncool to be smart that's or what, whatever yeah so the t-birds have been paying michael cash to write their essays for the him for them and um, so he uses this cash to buy like a shitty motorcycle and he somehow learns how to fix it up and make it super rad and he's practicing and he becomes this badass motorcycle dude and then he gets like a helmet and goggles and he wears a leather jacket with no shirt under it. Which, no shirt. No shirt. No shirt. <laughs> no shirt under the leather jacket and leather pants also. It's just yes. all leather. It's just leather from head to toe. So they're bowling one night. Which this bowling is important to this movie. They bowl. This is their hobby. Yes. And the <laughs> for some reason, the original biker, like the original gang from the first Grease with yes. Craterface, Crater <laughs> is Face. still interested in the high schoolers from Rydell. <laughs> like they're like 30. But now he rides a bike. Yeah. But now they and- do not. They have traded their cars in for cycles. So Craterface and his and motorcycle he's 50 gang. 50 by this up. point. Yeah, he looks he's like 50. 50 years old. And for some reason, still deeply interested in 17-year-olds. 
<laughs> like, I don't understand. And like picking fights with know. them. So Craterface and his bike biker gang who like look like very, very evil. Like this like Sons of Anarchy style people here. Yeah. Like roll up to the bowling alley where these children are bowling <laughs> and <laughs> pick a fight. Okay. Well, the T-Birds are going to lose this fight because they're outnumbered and they're, you know, 17. So out of nowhere comes the mystery man, a.k.a. Michael, but no one knows. And he, like, basically annihilates the entire Sons of Anarchy gang by himself. Yeah. Is, like, jumping cars, wheelies, like, kicking guys over. He, like, takes them all out on his own. It's, like, 10 yeah. dudes takes them all out and they sing this amazing song called who's that guy where and did come from <laughs> we this is our first opportunity to really realize that the great i believe the great missed opportunity in this movie is that lorna luft does not get enough singing time she sure doesn't. Because we hear her open her mouth on this song for one line. And I mean, she's Judy Garland's daughter, for God's sakes. Yeah. Like, you know, it's a, she's a belter. And she sings yeah. in this song and it's so gorgeous. And then you realize that she only sings like four lines in the whole movie. And I'm like, that was a missed opportunity. Where's her solo? Yeah. Wait, like she should have had like her like you know yeah where's her rizzo, rizzo moment yeah. like her rizzo solo you know like her because she's trying to get with johnny and like johnny and stephanie used to go out and whatever but like she should have had like that rizzo solo like I, really it's so have. stupid why do you cast lorna luft and then not let her sing no what are you doing i don't know why what the point of having her there is if she's not gonna sing because she does i mean well She's the perfect paulette let's talk about paulette for a minute she's okay i mean she is she does embody this character even if she's not singing it's yes. just it's just the perfect thing so it's like 1961 we've got she's got like a Marilyn vibe like she's got this breathy curvy, breathy, breathy voice yeah. blonde hair and she's she's the sex pot of the group like a fitted angora sweater you know belted or whatever yeah gold lame pants that are so oh, those tight. the bowling pants like the bowling pants Oh, she's just, she's just magnificent. And she, you know, she talks like this and she says, hey, Johnny. I mean, she talks like Marilyn. And yeah, and she, it's just glorious. It's just glorious. And she is Summer in the Calendar Girls production where she wears like a bustier and not much else on stage. Yes. Because this is appropriate in high school. Yeah. Also, it's like so wild. They're just like, it's, it's like. Okay, there's just sex just pulsing through this whole movie. And, you know, whereas Greece is like, if you know what I mean, they're like, no, we're just going to put it all out here. Like everything is sex. But even there's no pretense of even being like, yeah, they're totally sexual at the talent show, too. Like they're not even like it's everything is sex. It's sex, 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 sex. Everything. Paulette gets up in her at the at the talent show in her bustier outfit. And one of the lines is. It's so she's summer. So she's like, I'll be yours in summer, something, something, something. And then she goes making love and getting tan. Tan. This is a this is a line in a song that they sang in front of a high school and all their teachers. 
Yeah, making love and getting get tech. Te- and yeah. <laughs> I mean, she, I mean, okay. So we we are assuming that Sharon wrote these lyrics. So I guess maybe she's secretly so. hornier than we thought. And yeah, uh, she just like, wants it th- done the right way. You know, like yeah. she just doesn't want to be bamboozled into sex, which is no. as she she should not want to. That's good. Good for you, Sharon. Which is fair. But she she is horny underneath horny. all that neuroses. And <laughs> like, honestly, like. Lewis to me was like so hot. I'm like Sharon, like, but well, Lewis well, just prob- needs to like shape up and like treat her right. I I probably would have just fucked him in that bomb shelter, frankly. But uh, yeah, I'm glad she didn't, you know. Gl- but I might have fallen for it. I think I would have fallen. I know I would have fallen for it. <laughs> <laughs> like who am I kidding? I'm like, of course I would have. Um, but yeah, yeah like it's so just like she's it- just sexy and like. And Stephanie's a different kind of sexy, but like they're not pitted against each other really. Like as as no, characters, I do like that. Like, yeah, they're they're like and Paulette's a sweetheart, and Stephanie's like not an asshole. She's like cool and abrasive, but she's not like a total dick. No, and no. the, the they're all the good sta- characters. Yeah, they are. They're like, and it's like that's why you were like, yeah, I want to be Stephanie because she like knows who she is and she's not changing. She knows what she wants and she's not going to be like owned by a man, but. Mm. I also connect that I would definitely fall for this like mysterious stranger. Oh, for sure. And this, the, you know, just like immediately. And it also made me have some misconceptions about like that. That's what was going to happen to me in high school. And that very much did not happen to me in high school. I didn't have a lot of boyfriends in high school and that everyone had boyfriends too. Right. Like I'm right. like, Oh yeah. No, you that just, was like, what go I to high school And you have a boyfriend. Like you'll, of course you have a boyfriend. I thought and you went to high school Everybody wore like leather jackets with no shirts and had awesome bangs. And then like everyone had a boyfriend and you like and it was cool and everybody hung out and smoked cigarettes. And I was like, this is high school is going to be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) the other thing I think that I really like about this movie, because I'm such a like I live for the drama is the stakes are just higher. So so what happens they they like think Michael died. Oh yeah, no, like like the t- sh- okay, T birds. Let's yes, we this 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 takes this takes. What basically somebody sat down and they were like, okay, Greece two. Like, how can we take every single element from Greece one and just like take it up about ten notches? Because they really yeah. just like find. They basically t- you can find a similarity. So like instead of the cars, we've got motorcycles. Instead of a, the dance, we have a talent show. You know this and that. We've got all these you know exchange student. Like everything's the same. They just like ramp it up to like a hundred, and then they the T birds basically kill Michael. <laughs> Yeah. Instead of like, okay, so like Sandy gets mad at Danny at the dance because of um, Cha-Cha, the Cha-Cha, the best dancer from St. Bernadette's with the worst reputation. Like that's what that gets in the way of their relationship basically and he tries to feel her boob like at the drive-in. But but like here, like to your point, like they like chase like off dead man's curve. (laughs) Yeah. So Johnny, so here's what, so Stephanie is very into this mystery biker her cool rider has appeared out of nowhere after she described him in detail to michael (laughs) he appears out of nowhere and now she's in love with this mystery man she doesn't know who he is johnny nagarelli 
um, is very jealous because of all the reasons of just, he's just very jealous. And the T-Birds hate this new mystery writer because he's just showing them up and making them look like idiots because they, they cowered to the Sons of Anarchy gang with Craterface and Mystery Man was able to take them out by himself. So they're very jealous. And every time they see him, they're like, we're going to get him. And it's like becomes this very macho thing. So now, you know, a whole year has gone by because it's Greece. So now we're at like the talent show has arrived and it's like the night before graduation <laughs> or something. Two, yeah. Like two nights before graduation. The talent show has arrived. Stephanie's waiting outside of the school. Mystery man, Michael, she still doesn't know it's him shows up to tell her the truth as he's about as he's dramatically taking off his goggles to tell her it's really him the t-birds roll up i would also like to point out there are four t-birds there are only three motorcycles and jaworski has to ride in the sidecar i mean did they have to do that to the one polish kid like seriously like he's short and polish and they make him be in the sidecar like why did they have to do that to him? They played him I dirty. Don't know. It's, they did him dirty, real he's dirty. He's the only one who doesn't have a woman. Like it's just, you know, it's just sad. So anyway, they roll up in their motorcycles and sidecar and they're like, this is it. We're gonna get him this time. So they chase Michael, the mystery cool rider, yet, yeah, like you said, down a dirt road that literally says dead man's curve with like blinking X's, like do not enter. <laughs> and Michael flies his bike on his bike, flies over a cliff and into the darkness. So now we're in a scenario where the T-Bers believe that they have murdered a man. Murdered. <laughs> like, straight up murdered someone. Like, But they got to go did. to the talent show. But he did, but there are bigger things to worry about because the talent show is about to start. <laughs> so they all rush back to the talent show, even though they just killed someone. So Stephanie um, believes yeah. that her cool rider is laying at the bottom of Dead Man's Cliff or whatever yeah, it's like called. At the bottom of a ravine. <laughs> yeah. But she puts in that she puts on that damn Christmas dress. She puts it on. And, she's, and she starts to do winter, but then oh. oh then oh it's so good so the song this the song this has okay. one of my favorite characteristics so um turn back the hands of time turn uh, back, back oh, oh. oh turn back but it also has what time. i enjoy- <laughs> so good so and then good. but it also oh, has so like speaking in the middle of a song mm-hmm. stephanie she's like only you can keep our love alive um and then when she's like just when i found you i lost you <laughs> Stephanie and he's so it's like he's like speak singing to her but she's not he's not there she's like imagining this but she's on stage at the talent show just doing this other song and it turned back the hands of time because she you know she wants to go back she wants him to not be dead and it's so great it's so great so (laughs) keep our love alive keep our love alive so the talent show ends up becoming like a Broadway production which yes. Sharon pulled it together and she did. calendar girl seasons winter is last, which is why we get this epic solo from Stephanie. Um, <laughs> but we do get to see the other seasons, which we is do. spring, summer and then fall and winter's last. 
And the costumes are so amazing. They're like they're incredible. Epic. There is a dancing skeleton with a pumpkin head situation that mm-hmm. I have been trying to recreate my entire life <laughs> as a Halloween costume and it never works out. It's there's a Easter bunny on point with like a full on bodysuit of a bunny costume. We've got you've got a baseball play like she's a baseball glove. Like her costume is yeah. a baseball glove with a ball hanging down. It's like these costumes are insane. I don't know how they pulled it pulled off these costumes. I mean, Stephanie's is maybe a little bit more low budge, although it is somehow yeah. lit up. Which I'm not really it sure. It does how they, light, yeah. yeah. So it is like Stephanie's LED lights. The last one. <laughs> and she basically spirals. So she believes her mystery boyfriend is dead in a ravine. They're singing. I'll be yours in winter when the snow is on the ground. ground. And then Stephanie spirals and starts singing. And like dissociates into a different (laughs) song. She disassociates into another world, (laughs) which looks like the, which, which to me, I guess this came out first, but I watching it last night and I was like, I mean, this fully looks like take my breath away video from Top Gun. Yeah, where they're like standing on cars in a junkyard and there's like steam around them and like fog rolling in. And like she's singing to Michael, who she thinks is a ghost. And she's just like having this disassociative moment in her head and fully has a breakdown through song on the stage of the talent show. On stage in front of the whole school. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But then. She wins the talent show because apparently, yep. yeah, she wins. And she and Johnny Nagarelli from the T Birds are named King and Queen of the Luau. We haven't even brought up the Luau yet. I mean, this this movie has everything. I mean, you guys, Greece could never like. Okay, no. Carnival. What? What? Guess no. what? We have a talent show and a Luau. Oh no, they take and they it are up floating a notch. on their thrones. It this Luau, you guys. It looks like. A celebrity planner put it together. Like it is. Yeah. Mindy, Mindy Weiss like planned yeah. this luau. This luau. Like you, look, think of like a, a, a four-year-old Kardashian's birthday party. Yes. Like that's the levels we're talking about. A hundred percent. For this luau. It is incredible. Yes. Incredible. It is a, I'm surprised a Kardashian has not actually recreated this luau for a birthday party because it is so epic. Um, so we've got the luau the next day, which is like the last day of school, kind of like the carnival. It's the carnival from it's Greece. Like, it's the carnival. Yeah, this is their the the, mm-hmm. the flip of that. Um, and Stephanie and Johnny are the king and queen of the luau because they won the talent show. And Stephanie and is Stephanie's like furious, furious. Oh, but she shows up to the luau looking like shit in Ugh. the most chic outfit of all time. I can't. She, I can't with her outfit. She okay. So the whole gag is that she's like depressed because her boyfriend is dead. And so she shows up into to the luau and I'm putting this in air quotes looking looking like shit, quote. Right. However, she's wearing a gray short sweatshirt with the sleeves cut off and rolled up. And it it's is so cool. The coolest sweatshirt. It's like it fully could be sold at Rag and Bone. Absolutely. Like 100% would pay $400 for this sweatshirt. It's so cool. 
And she's got her like Ray-Ban sunglasses on and her bangs are always on point. Well, she gets it together. And at the, you know, now this luau goes on all day. So now it's nighttime. She's gotten it together. She's in like full Polynesian regalia. Yeah. Which, again, where did the costumes come from? I guess Sharon must make all these in her spare time because she just probably doesn't sleep. Okay, so. She has to put all that sexual energy somewhere. (laughs) Sharon is so pent up that she just makes costumes. (laughs) Yep. All day. All night. So all night. So they're 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 floating in this pool in their full Polynesian regalia, and who shows up? But the Sons of Anarchy. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) It's like not handsome Jack Teller. Jack's Teller to the high school graduation party. This biker gang rolls up. And of course, once again, the T-Birds are woefully outmanned. They're trying to get it together. Like, it's a, it's a huge problem. Johnny can't get off his tiki boat in time to, like, save the day. <laughs> and then out of nowhere, like a phoenix from the ashes, rises <laughs> our cool rider. And he does this jump move. From, <laughs> he jumps from, like, the top of, like, a tiki hut. Onto his bike. Onto his bike. <laughs> and apparently did not injure any yeah. vital parts of himself <laughs> while doing himself. so. And I'm not really sure why no one noticed that the bike was there this whole time. Because it's just like sitting in front of a tiki hut. <laughs> so so he, jumps, he jumps onto it. And Stephanie's like, oh, it's him. And then he once again takes out the entire biker gang by himself for the second time and then stephanie takes off her polynesian so now it's over he's won everybody's won this is it's a happy ending stephanie has taken off her polynesian queen outfit and is wearing the second chicest thing from the entire movie this Mm. silvery mini dress thing with a wrap but it has a slit it looks like she could have worn it in Scarface. It might have been like a backup costume that like, yeah, totally. you know, like they, that didn't work out because she's, she's like heading to Studio 54 after a hundred percent. Like it is the coolest mini dress in this shimmery silver. I, I don't know what high schooler in 1961 would have ever gotten their hands on this thing. I mean, all I know is that if Sharon made these clothing, like she definitely went on to be like a star 70s designer because absolutely. <laughs> This dress is amazing. <laughs> she gets it. She has she has the touch. She has the touch. So now Michael take now we have the big reveal. Now it's yes. time at the luau. It's Michael. <laughs> Blanche. Michael. <laughs> I can hear her voice. I mean, I know I just watched it, but I've yeah. seen this movie like a hundred times. Yeah. It's Michael. Michael. And they all come running over. And none of the teachers seem to be upset that a biker gang just trashed the high school property. Well, Miss Mason is, I mean, the teachers are highly sexualized, too. <laughs> Connie Stevens. They, is Miss yeah, Mason. they are. <laughs> they, there's like a whole running gag, the whole movie, about how the T-Birds want to bone Miss, Miss Mason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and, then the, oh, and then the teacher that had the mental breakdown and then he stumbles into the pool. <laughs> Mr. Spears. He's, he's back. 
Now, I guess I don't remember, but I get there must be was something happened to him in Greece one that made him have a mental breakdown. <laughs> I don't know, but they like reference it in the beginning of this movie. And then he because then, then they're like hot substitute teacher comes. Yes. And, and he gets with oh, Miss Mason. God. He gets with Miss Mason. The you know, teachers are horn dogs as well. Everybody's got to get get <laughs> off in this movie. <laughs> yeah. The, like, Again, Ms. which is why I liked it. I'm a yeah. Scorpio. I'm horny. And I apparently was as a child, even though I didn't realize it. I was drawn. Mm-hmm. I liked Danielle Steele novels and mm-hmm. Grease too, like mm-hmm. or inappropriate, like VC. Andrews, I was going to say, like, I was going to say flowers in the books. attic. <laughs> yeah. Flowers in the attic. Like. Every like, single you know, flowers, just, in, every single VC Andrews book I read, yeah. and I was like, "There is no incest that is too much for me to read as a small child." Like, oh no! <laughs> like, all the flowers in the ad- petals on the wind, the yeah. whole nine, and then the Heaven series. Oh. I loved the Heaven books. Oh my, my sweet God. Audrina. Okay, um, my sweet Audrina is the single most fucked up book that has ever been written in the history of books. In the history of books, it is the the most fucked up book of all time. And this is what we children of the 80s were raised on. I always laugh because I'm like, yeah, I I read all the Twilight books, like whatever. I read all that stuff. But I was like, these motherfuckers were like reading about Mormon vampires who won't fuck. And we were like, oh, yeah, no, there was just incest in everything we read. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, (laughs) not only was there incest, but there was like like triple incest like you find out like like her her brother is actually her uncle but he's also like they're like so related yeah they're like chris and okay so first i have to do a shout out so related they're like double they're they're like like the same person they're basically the same person like times two so my i have to shout out to my friend liz rushing from liz fielder who's now rushing in high school like is also obsessed with grease too and is also obsessed with vc andrews and one day we sat down and did a complete family tree of flowers in the attic because we were like (laughs) i i can't wrap my head around how incestual these people are and it we figured out that chris and kathy are not they're like not one 100 related they're like 175 percent related <laughs> <laughs> they're like they're like one and three quarters related it's like insane they're they're they might as well be the same person they're so so related yeah it's incredible the other book that i um do you remember that Judy Bloom book, Wifey? It was like an adult <gasps> Judy Bloom book. It was like oh, for yeah. grownups. Yeah. And I um, definitely read it way earlier than I, you know, it was. Well, I should have. And there was like, I like remembered like where the sex scene was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would like go get mm-hmm. it off the bookshelf and read it. So like, lis- listen, we- our pop culture was just like trending no, it was hard raw. into sex. <laughs> No, our, our, the eighties were raw, man. They were raw. And like, it just like, you just became so disillusioned. So when I watched Greece too, it's like, oh, that's just how high school is. Yeah. <laughs> that's it's just everything. You do. And, and like, and someone might, you know, yeah. it, just like the stakes were so high. Like I was saying, so it was like, okay, it was, it was like a, the, the girl is the cool one who doesn't have, doesn't want to change for a boy. And it's like, is you don't own me, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Then it's like a highly sexualized movie. So I was like, <laughs> I'm into it even when mm-hmm. it was problematic. And mm-hmm. I did even understand as a kid, like what Lewis was doing in that bomb shelter was not good. And I didn't care. Yeah. And, and I was like, 
oh yeah, like make my stamen go berserk. Like, yeah. Okay, cool. I'm into all of this. And then it's like the drama of like, I thought that every relationship, I think maybe not literally, but somewhere in my core, it's like, well, it has to be very high stakes and dramatic to be like right. real love. <laughs> yeah, no, there has to be something on the line. And it's like, so Johnny Nagarelli and Paulette, you know, they have this on yes. again, off again thing going throughout the movie. But when they're on the, the, the kisses that he lays on her are so passionate and insane. I'm like, I thought that that's what you would do in high school. Yeah. Like that, yeah. that some, that some hot guy <laughs> with a leather jacket and a shirt unbuttoned down to his navel would just grab you in science class, dip you and just like plant one on you in front of the whole class. And nobody would think that was weird. Yeah. And like put his arm like up oh. to the locker and like, uh, you know, like kind of trap you in there, like in a, but in a hot way. It's like, so hot. And then this like, Oh my god! Because she's hot for him. Like oh, she's, she's super so hot, hot for, for him. And the, their chemistry, the Johnny, like the Stephanie I mean, Michael kissing. There's not it, like it's good, but it's it's I don't know. The, but the Johnny I mean, I, Michelle Pfeiffer is carrying all the. the she's carrying the this whole heat relationship, but yeah, the Johnny because, but, Paulette kissing and. There's I want to know, did Lorna left and Adrian Zemed? I mean, I'm like, were you guys banging? Because it seems know. like maybe you were banging. It's hot. And then there's this, and then, again, this is how I know Sharon is pent up because I can't remember which scene it is, but there is one scene where like Lewis goes in for this insane kiss on Sharon. And it's like, <laughs> this, it's like the sexiest, hottest kiss you've ever seen. They look like they're about to rip each other's clothes off. And it's like in the hallway of the high school. And I'm like, yeah. oh, so that's what high school is like. Okay, cool. I can't wait. <laughs> so excited. So I can't again, wait. This is why Greece could never. Again, no, Greece is great. I've seen Greece a hundred times too. It's fine, but nothing. It, this movie always spoke to me. Like it, and I mm -hmm. think there's just like a certain kind of person, and it, yeah. and it's the kind of person that I like. That I'm like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's why, like, Tia, it totally makes sense because Tia and I have talked about this. Like, Tia writes she's, sexy fucking books, yeah. man. Like, she well, has she the heat. is the ultimate Paulette. I mean, when she volunteered to be Paulette oh. in our staging of Grace 2 Live, I was like, there's absolutely, like, first of all, nobody else could wear gold lame pants. I oh, mean, I'm, no. I no. sure as hell I'm not wearing them. I'll be, I'll be in the... Uh, gas nobody station wants to see coveralls. Me thank you very much. <laughs> like nobody wants to see me in gold. No, no one needs to see that. Um, so I could fully on see. I could fully see her in in full Paulette regalia, like a hundred percent. So that that casting choice makes complete sense. Um, Absolutely. But it's just yeah. Like Tia loves the movie. Like actually, a lot of beauty editors like this movie. Like um, yeah, Cheryl Cheryl Kramer loves it. Melissa Goldstein loves it. Like there's a lot of beauty editors who. We have bonded I, like we need over like a love, like an anthropological study of like women yeah. who love this movie, and also I do think the Venn diagram with like um, dirty raunchy yeah. books in our youth, dirty raunchy like, books. I bet it's a, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, like this movie, it completely spoke to me because I was like, yes, the girls are in charge. Like Stephanie yep. is so cool. Like she does what she wants. She has amazing hair. She has a leather jacket. She. Just because that guy who, like, newsflash, when I actually got to high school, Michael Caulfield totally would have been my type. <laughs> like, 
or oh, whatever also his name like is, a, like a like original sexy Michael Brit, like who yeah. likes wants to read oh, um, books and writes good and writes well. You know, like I'm For like sure. that's absolutely my vibe. Yeah. Like, so like I finally get to high school. Yeah, I finally get to high school and I realize that Michael Cunningham, without the motorcycle and the leather, is actually my dream guy. <laughs> yeah. Just like like put those khaki pants back on, buddy. Yeah. Like, put on your khakis, on. get your loafers on. Do you have a cute sweater vest? Like yeah. and oh, that British accent? Like he, come on. Okay. When he's playing piano. so he, oh, also, he also plays piano. He, he also plays piano. So he he's playing the piano for the rehearsals of the the uh talent show and he's wearing this amazing grandpa sweater. And I'm thinking mm-hmm. it's like tan oatmeal colored grandpa sweater yeah. with a shawl collar. And I was watching it last night and I was like, oh, that's a hot sweater. Like, this is where I am now in my life, where the grandpa sweater playing piano is much more like 100 like 100 percent. That's Harry Styles. Like, that's oh, my God. That's (laughs) yes. Just got to bring him up all the time. But like that's he would wear a grandpa sweater and play the piano with his British accent. And I'd be like, let's get me out of this dress. You know, like, let's let's go. And I'm still kind of into Lewis. Like I watched it last night and I was like, yeah, like I could, but, and I, you know, I have to say Adrian's mad in the bowling scene is very hot. He is. He's very hot in that scene. Um, very tight black jeans and a shirt unbuttoned to his belly button. It is, it is hot. (laughs) It is. I'm, you know, I am a woman after all. I can see the hotness in front of me, but I will say that, um, that original, yeah. Piano playing grandpa sweater, Michael, also very appealing to me. British. Like, yeah. Like, knows things, is nice to Dolores. Is nice, is respectful to women. (laughs) Yes. And then at the end, actually. He's like like a consent king, you know? Yeah, he (laughs) is. He fully, he fully is. And I feel like he would just be very attentive. And at the end, Stephanie yeah. realizes he do what that needed he to be the done. whole package. And she actually says it. She says, I get two for the price of one. Because now she yeah. realizes. Because she had been kind of like learning about the real Michael this whole time as well. Because he was tutoring yes. her. And so she yes. is realizing how like special he is without the mystery man situation. Yes. So then yes. she realizes it's- she gets... But you know what? I think the message here is if you stick to your guns, you don't settle. And then you get the whole package. There you go. See? There's the message. There's that's the message. And like that's it. why Grease 2 is the best. That's why. Yes. This is why Grease 2 is superior. All of the there things you go. we just said. All the things we just said, plus don't fucking settle. Plus the costumes. I don't even know. It's just, I, it's just I, a feast. It's just a feast for the eyes, this movie. Yeah, it really is. It truly is. And I hope that we have inspired you. <laughs> Uh, to go watch it again because I think you won't be disappointed. You can uh, you can rent it on Amazon mm-hmm. if you, you have, can rent uh, it on believe, YouTube also on YouTube and uh, and I think if you have like AMC Plus, I think yeah. you actually just get it. I think it's available to you there, but it's like yeah. it's like three ninety. I rented it on Amazon for like three ninety nine. Yeah, um, and if you haven't, if you if if nothing else, just go on YouTube and just watch the watch musical scenes and you'll see what like do it for so the the main ones are cool rider that's the latter scene with the chic sweatshirt or sweet uh, sorry yes. this the chic sweater and the leather jacket you've got do it for our country where lewis tries to seduce sharon in the bomb shelter you've got who's that guy where mystery man takes out the whole biker gang at the bowling alley score tonight where 
is this it's a choreographed amazing bowling song yeah so that's all that those are all over youtube so go at least and, uh, at and least reproduction reproduction oh, and repro- yeah i mean really just every song and then every and then you do number. get like a yeah and then you do get like a big final song like well there's the Ugh. rock and roll luau song and then you get the final song we'll be together um where sharon like birds utters, of a feather yeah you know and sharon utters the, her line so they're singing to each other and again w- this is the last time you get to hear paulette actually sing and yeah it's just spectacular and then she and johnny plant a kiss on each other that is like still going on to this day <laughs> it's yes insane. and that's where sharon says there's nothing wrong with just liking each <laughs> yeah. other oh sharon oh god oh Lu- but oh. you know oh this the, we really we need the lewis and sharon spinoff movie because right? i need to know what goes i, I want to know how that ends like i want to know that where could that- be like a great like sitcom you know yeah. we need we need somebody out there. Can you write like a fan fiction of Lewis and Sharon and like what happens next? I because, mean, I might need to do it. <laughs> yeah, I think you should, because I think that's a story. The rest of them, I can kind of predict pretty easily yeah. what goes down. But those two, I really want to know what happens. And also, like, you got to write the first time they do do it. Yeah. You know? Well, I think Tia needs to get involved in this. Like, oh yeah, she writes a she writes a great sex scene. Well, she she suggested the other day on Instagram that she found this really hot old picture of Keanu and River. Oh my! And, oh my uh, God! I saw that picture. And she too. was like, she was like, she was like, Abby Gardner, please write this fic. And I was like, <laughs> I might need to do it. Oh my God. Um, we oh, love a horny fanfic. We do. We but do. before I let you go. I want you to tell everyone about your skincare and your wine. Oh, yeah. So you're an entrepreneur. I am. I know that like most of what I talk about is things like this, like Grease 2 and like various other sort of not random, but like unknown pop culture things is generally what I talk to people about. So then they sometimes get very surprised when they learn that I actually own like 15 businesses. Um, yeah. You're like well, a real business lady. Because I never talk about them. <laughs> I only talk about <laughs> things like this. It's like, <laughs> but um, <clears throat> yeah, I, uh, I actually co-own, uh, well, I found, okay, I'm a co-owner and co-founder of two companies. One is a facial studio and skincare line called Good Skin Day. And then the offshoot of that is a wine company called Good Clean Wine. So they go together like birds of a feather. Oh, oh my God. See what I just did oh, there? I see, see I it. Did? I love it. I love yeah. it. So if the wine company is Lewis, the skincare company is Sharon. Um, yes. <laughs> it started as a spa and skincare line. And then my business partner and I wanted to expand and didn't really want to um, – open a new location of a spa or anything like that. So we decided to start a wine company. And so we did, and it's called good clean wine and it's imported Italian wine. And we have a five types of wine and the website is goodclean.wine. Oh, I could do a discount code. Should I do a discount code? Let's do a discount. Oh, code. sure. Oh, awesome. Okay. What should the Love discount it. code be? Then let's call it Sharon, all caps, Sharon, S H A R O N. If you do all caps okay. Sharon, 
you can get 15% off your first order. How about that? Um, Let me write this down so I actually make the code because I will forget. So you can order online and we ship to 46 states. So that's pretty cool. Um, That's awesome. uh, It's really delicious wine too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is delicious. And I'm not just saying that because it's mine. Like we really spent a ton of time to find this gorgeous Italian wine, no additives, no added sugar, no added sulfites, no chemical pesticides, blah, blah. It's like called good clean wine because, um, our clients already had a frame of reference for, you know, the word clean is problematic in general, but like, yeah, uh, clean beauty has become such like a framework for people. Like they understand what that means. So that's why we chose to use the word clean for the wine because our customers, we're skincare clients and like they already have a f- frame of reference for what clean yeah. means. So it's just easier to explain. Um, but in our case, it just means that it's organically farmed grapes, handpicked, no additives, none of none of those, no dyes, no colors, no, no added flavors. Um, it's just grapes. Great. It's just like adult grape juice in a bottle. Um, and it's 20, 20 bucks a bottle. And that's it. So good. And it's delicious. And, and I drink it all the time. And it's chic. It looks good. Yeah. I feel like Stephanie Zanoni would like it. Oh, um, that, is, that means a lot to me. Yeah. I know I Sharon like she would, would like it. because she Sharon would definitely like, like it because she does care about clean. Um, and I think Sharon's she, like a definitely like a bottle a night kind of girl at this point in her oh, life. Well, like, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. She's drowning her. She's something. She's. She's a wine mom. She's been through it. She's definitely mm-hmm. a wine mom. And she's like a, she's like, but first coffee, but also like it's wine o'clock, you know? Oh, like she's so that she's, girl. Oh my God. She, she has is. those signs in her house. She has the, the signs. And that's where Sharon and I will diverge. It's like, I'm high school Sharon, but I'm not, but she's chuggy. Like she's got the signs. She, she's got a live, laugh, so love chuggy. t-shirt. Like she she's, does. yeah, she does. She, she has, yeah, she has, but first coffee. And that coffee. works for her. Yeah. It yeah. does. I think it does. I, I, I like that. I, okay. So now we know about Sharon that we've just mapped out Sharon. <laughs> There's a fic. Yeah. Her. Oh my God. I bet she's a dance mom. Oh, <laughs> cause you know, she's got it. She's makes the costumes. Oh, well yeah. And they're one, they're amazing. And they're fantastic. She's so yeah. So I, yeah, I, mom. she's yeah. such a dance mom, Sharon. So yeah, the, in my, in my, my day job is running the wine company and the spa and the skincare line, but I secretly think and talk about pop, pop culture yes. things all day and all night. Yeah. That's the and best. It is the best. Well, Often so, while drinking wine. Yes, of course. <laughs> as, as one does. Um, well, thank you so much for coming on and being like my grease too. <sighs> like, I'm just so honored. Stands. We're stand. We stand. We ride or die. We ride or die on our cycles for Greece too, <laughs> and we always will. Oh yeah. Um, no, I have only. I still want to be more. Stephanie Zanoni when I grow up. Yeah. Yeah. I still want to be it, Stephanie. It gets better with age. It's like a fine wine, if you will. If we want to just keep keep metaphoring yeah. it up. Yeah. Yeah. It does get better with age. Like I watched it again last night, and I was like, "This, I love it as much now, if not more, than I did when I was like, you know, five. <laughs> Yeah, when I first watched it, and I still know all the words to every song. Like I told you, I went on a walk this morning, and I just was just. You can just pull up the the soundtrack on Spotify, and um, I had to stop myself from like looking like a lunatic, like singing out mm-hmm. loud. 
you know, God, they're just so, they, they are such catchy songs. I mean, Gre- again, Greece has good songs and yeah. everybody wants, you know, but the songs in Greece too, I don't know. There's just something about them. There's just something about them. They're just, they're just great. So I really hope I would like to think that the people listening to this probably have already watched it or else they're like, what the hell was that? <laughs> what but the if fuck you have you not, about? yeah. But if you have not watched Greece too, please go do yeah. so and let us or know. Or if you haven't you... watched it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, please. Yeah. And wait, wait, where can, can people find you on like social media? Oh, okay. So personally I'm at Courtney Dunlop on Instagram. That's my personal Instagram. Um, we're at good clean wine on Instagram. If you want to follow the wine account and, um, good skin day is at goodskinday.co on Instagram. It's not quite as active. Um, it was, we basically had to close for COVID, but that's okay. Cause the wine yeah. is getting us through. Because we all um, needed the wine. Yeah. But if you want to talk about Greece too, you can message yeah. me on Instagram at yeah. any of those accounts and I will happily yeah. discuss it with you. I mean, we'll talk about it for the rest of our life. Like I, if I never had to, got to talk about anything else, I'd be like, okay, that's fine. I'll just talk I about will never not talk about this movie. Any no. person who wants to talk about it, I will talk about it with you. So message me if you want. That's great. We can talk about wine. We can talk about Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> We can talk about Stephanie's bangs. God, those are good bangs. They're oh, so man. good. They make me want to get bangs, and my bangs wouldn't I look am, like that because my hair's curly. Bangs? But like, you I know who like bangs? I know Dakota Johnson always makes me feel like I want yeah. bangs too, and then I'm like, my hair doesn't look like I have curly hair. Like it's a different thing. But I know, uh, and I have a cowlick right in front that makes my bangs go to the side. So I can't. My Brenda Walsh bangs in the '90s did not work yeah. out, no matter how hard I tried. <laughs> <laughs> so I need to not get bangs. <laughs> I know. I keep I'm like, don't do it, Abby. Don't don't do, do it. it. Yeah. Um, this was the best time of my life. I mean, thank you so much. This was amazing. You're the best. I adore you. Um I, I love you. I love you like Stephanie loves a cool writer, you know? <gasps> oh my god. Yeah, thank that you. Much. That That's much. That's amazing. Um well, thank you to Courtney, and we will be right back. Thank you so much to Courtney for coming on and 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 dying on that hill with me. I I think a lot of you might be with us. I feel like people who listen to this pod might agree. I would love to hear from you. Please DM me. Let me know. Also, I was thinking about right when we finished recording, you guys like I think Harry Styles and Harry Lambert, his stylist, might be Grease 2 fans because you know that the Grammys outfit is Michael Carrington. The all leather shirtless and then there's a sweater vest situate that sweater vest that he wore when he performed with Lizzo it's like a Michael sweater vest we already talked about the like grandma grandpa sweaters um I found some other examples there's this whole like jumpsuit the blue jumpsuit it's coven of psychos you'll know what I'm talking about I'm gonna put these all on Instagram but like I I would like Harry Lambert to let me know if he is a Grease 2 fan I really want to know. I think he might be because he's cool like that, too. And like, did little baby Harry like sing Cool Rider? Like, did Anne play Grease 2 for him? I, I, questions. I, I need to know. Um, anyway, 
Again, thanks for listening. You can subscribe to the newsletter at wehavenotes.substack.com. You can email us at wehavenotes at speakstudiopodcasting.com. Uh, you can follow me at Abby C. Gardner on Instagram or at wehavenotes on Instagram. And, you know, until next week, I don't know, if you see a ladder, definitely do Cool Rider. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.